Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. I think you have a different gait when you walk to this song. I mean, there's not, you know what I mean? You can't just do your regular, you can't just do your regular walk. This is playing in the background. You pick the music on the way back Wednesday. It's how it works at 913-586-7610. Include your name so that you may get a little shout out. We have a little Superfly by Curtis Mayfield. And that was requested by Reggie and Lee Summit. Nice. There you go, Reggie. Kind of have to let it flow, don't you? Are your chance to win or get registered to win a $500 gift card from Hy-Vee? We'll have another big game highlight coming up in just a couple of minutes. And when you hear that highlight, be ready with 913-586-7610. We're looking for five qualifiers this week. We've got Monday and Tuesday taken care of. You just have to tell us which big game this uh, highlight is from, mm-hmm. and you'll have a chance to be registered uh, to win. Meanwhile, uh, not everybody apparently wants head coaching jobs in the NFL. Well, it's I mean, weird. You, you look at where you are and then what are the opportunities are afforded to you to be a head coach, and do you really want to leave the Detroit Lions to go coach the Washington Commodes? Uh, probably. Ugh, I wouldn't. Do you want to leave Houston to go coach wherever he was going to be offered I mean, there's a no job. There's no guarantee you're going to win either of those places. No, 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 no. There, there is no guarantee that you're going to be back next year. That's why I say with these hot candidates right now, like, are they going to be a hot? Cause, cause somebody was talking about this Bobby slow wiki down in Houston. He's going to stay down there and he'll be a hot candidate next year. Willie, what if they take a step back? Is he going to be a hot candidate? Because you think about how many dudes were hot candidates last year for jobs that you don't hear from anymore. It could be enemy because they, you know, they got a, a dose of reality, if you will. And they're not as good as they were the season prior. But I, I think right now, like it shows you that the situation in Washington probably still isn't that great that people are turning down head coaching jobs to stay as coordinators or, or what about Seattle? That's the interesting one for me as well. I thought that job opening would be filled fast, but maybe people are looking at that. They don't really know who the owner is. 
Are we really sure who's calling the shots there? And you fired Pete Carroll. And I'm sure Pete Carroll's probably telling people what's going on up there. And they're all staying away from that job now, too. So you still have two openings. And if these coordinators don't want these jobs, I'm going, hmm, why? And are you sure you're making the right decision by not I'm taking not that job? I'm not saying you just take any job. I'm not, I'm not saying that at any. Because we, we've had that debate before as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, Namely, early on with Eric Bieniemy, right? Like, right. be selective. It's okay. You're here with the Chiefs. You're in a great situation. Um, I mean, Ben Johnson. This was the this was the the quote from the uh, Washington Post had the tweet. Ben Johnson informed the Commanders and Seahawks today the reason I'm told he wants to win a Super Bowl. Well, then he should come here. Oh, is he better placed for that with the Lions than he is with? The- and yes, the commanders are Seahawks. Yeah, I think it right Maybe. At, at this point in time. Yeah, he was, he was the quarterback that, in both of those locations. He was also the one that was allegedly demanding a high price tag. And maybe remember. maybe demanded a high price tag to get some sucker to pay for it, too. Yeah, you know? he was only going to leave if he got this stupid right. amount. Right. Yeah. Because there's something to be said. Like, I, I it's going to be tough for Detroit to get back. There's no question it's going to be tough. And I do appreciate the, like the, the staying with it, too. Like, I want to see this thing through. We were mm-hmm. really disappointed. Um Dan Campbell's mentioned how hard it is to get there again. I'm going to stay here and let's see if we can do it. Let's see if we can do it. I, I'd appreciate that too. Yeah. But, but you know who your quarterback is, right? You like, you know, in Detroit, it's Jared Goff. Whether you're a huge fan or not, you know who your quarterback is. The commodes don't have a quarterback and Seattle doesn't have a quarterback mm-hmm. right now. And, and so now you're going into those situations. You've done how many years of work with Dan Campbell building up this Lions franchise to where it is right now. I know being a head coach is is special and there's a lot of money, but I think Ben Johnson's looking around going, well, here's the thing. I can stay here for another year and be in a program where I don't have to work as hard because if you go to one of these other places, you're rebuilding, man. You're starting over, especially Washington. I mean, you're basically starting an expansion franchise. Yeah, 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 like it's, do you want to deal with all of that? And I think the other thing that's interesting too is, the Dallas Cowboy, uh, uh, you know, scenario in all of this because Jerry Jones yesterday came out and said, um, "We're all in next year," which makes you scratch your head. Go, have you not been all in all along? Like, what are you doing? And if you're saying you're all in for next year, does that mean if you don't win the Super Bowl, you're going to fire your coach? And then the Dallas job comes open, and that may be something that may be more appealing than I, I hate to say it. Like, there's nothing appealing about the Commodes job. There just isn't. There's nothing. No, I do. I do get that. But. There's just nothing appealing. It's going to be a lot of work. So two of the hot, Ugh. two of the hot coordinators staying put. Going to call more plays. Yep. Get ready for a head coaching job next year mm-hmm. where there's seven more it of them available. It will be interesting to see if these names are hot names next year too, though, because I think sometimes when you're a coordinator, you got to hit it and quit it that year. And if you don't, you kind of become white Your noise and fall stale. Yeah. yeah. All right. Your chance to get qualified to win the $500 gift card from Hy-Vee. Going to play a highlight from one of the big games. You tell us which game was from. Caller 15 to 913-586-7610. Tell us which game this was from. Will punt. End over end. Shorter punt. And Tony will take it low at the 35. Now cuts back to the right. He's got a wall set. If he can get to the edge, they need to block the punter. They do. Tony's at the 40, up the sideline, at the 30. He's at the 20. Tony with the block trying to stay in plays down to the five-yard line. Tony ran out of gas on a 65-yard punt return. Oh, in that game, he ran out of gas. On the call, that was the jumping-off point for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> or was it not? 
No, that was it. That so was tell the, us yeah. which big game that one's from. Caller 15 right now is going to be today's qualifier for the $500 gift card from Hy-Vee. We'll have uh, two more opportunities on Thursday and Friday, both at 8.50. Hey, this is Trey Smith. We'll go with my guy Bob Fesco in the morning starting at 6 on 610 Sports Radio. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. Justin Tucker listens to that song while he blow dries his hair. <laughs> I like that the Justin Tucker thing continues, even though it isn't. It was an overblown story, but still fun, like super fun. You guys had great fun with it yesterday. Yeah, um, I did like the fact that uh, Patrick Mahomes even said this guy does this all the time, and basically he's done it to him before. So mm-hmm. it, it became a bigger deal than I think it actually was. But it, it became a bigger deal than I think it actually was. But at the same time, I mean. I've had like seven years of, of kind of doing that same warm up routine, and there's only been a, I think like three occasions where there's been a kicker that wasn't because uh, uh, you usually talk to the guys. There's been a kicker that wasn't necessarily moving out the way, or you kind of, you weren't kind of sharing the field um, in the right way. And I mean, it was in Baltimore all three times. So um, I, he does that little stuff. That I think to try to get under our skin. And I asked him to move his stuff, and he and he got up and moved it. I think two inches. Um, but but didn't move it out of the way, and I I, I was gonna kind of let it slide, but Travis kind of got it and moved it for me, and then after that I wasn't gonna let him put it back down. So it's it's something that we we move on. I mean I have a lot of respect for him as a player and as a kicker, um, one of the best kickers of all time, probably the best kicker of all time. But at the same time you gotta have respect for each team, and we all share the field, and we we try to do that in a respectful way. I feel like it's a little like basketball. You see sometimes maybe more in basketball where like teams come out and they're. Like the first team outs, maybe warming up at both ends of the court. Oh yeah, I have seen that in and college then, basketball. And then, yeah. and then the other team comes out, and their guys shooting. They're kind of giving each other the side eye, like, right. "Get on your side." <laughs> you have that a little bit in football. Obviously, you take your sides to 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 do the uh, main warm up, and then you uh, have the kickers. Kickers uh, work on the entire field. They'll go both directions, trying to mess with the wind and whatever. Um, do their little adjustments and their routines. But I felt like it was a little more basketballish, where it's like, "Hey, get on your side. You got a hoop down there. Why don't you go shoot over there?" Well, it, it's you know we we kind of talked about it, with, and he's with, done it three times, or it's happened to him three times before, all in Baltimore. Right? So Tucker's been a problem. Well, with he's this. a punk. I mean, you know, it it is what it is, right? And and so, I I think when we look at the Justin Tucker situation, let's take it. Let's take it in in, in big Should picture. Punted his K ball in the stands. Yeah, well, that would have been funny, right? Let's take it big picture form, right? You're going into that game on the road. You're probably looking for still a little bit more motivation. You know, you're looking for the they don't believe in us. There's no way, you know, that any team is or anybody's going to support us. All that kind of stuff. You kind of worn all that out. So you're looking for one more thing to give you that motivation. And if you can get some of that motivation by kicking the T and the helmet of the kicker out of the way, and that propels you to the next level and you use that and say, this guy's disrespecting us, whatever you have to do to create that scenario, to make you mad, to give you that edge, I'm all for it. And so if it was a little faux outrage by the chiefs or whatever you want to oh, say, it was, I'm it was fine yeah, with yeah, that yeah, because yeah. it works. They need that. 
every once in a while. Sometimes when you're great at what you do, like you and I are, you need to find a little way to kind of motivate yourself, right? You got to find that edge and create these scenarios. And I think we see that with athletes. We were talking about it with KU for years. We've talked about it with Tom Brady and Julian Edelman and all those guys. You get to a certain point where you're like, wow, we've, we've exhausted everything. Oh, the kicker set up a tee. Let's go get him. And that creates that faux anger and outrage that you're looking you're for to give you that. On our, you're gathering on our logo. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, that's basically what that's equates yeah, to. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And, and and so right before a game, you're looking for a way to kind of create that animosity and create that. And so if, if it's the kicker setting up his tee, like it'll be interesting to see what they do in the Super Bowl, right? It'll be interesting to see how they create that faux anger in the Super Bowls. Maybe something gets said next week out in Las Vegas. I don't know, but they're brilliant at it. They've done a great job of creating these scenarios and using them in their favor. I love it. Uh, it also equates to when the, when the, uh, again, another basketball reference, but when the, when the, the basketball or in football, you see these tunnel fights all the time. But mm-hmm. Like when the basketball team like runs around the court and the other team's warming up and yeah. they're on their side and they, they run down the middle where they're lined up and you got yeah. guys jockeying around or, or yeah, a lot of, a lot of college football, right? Yeah. You're Baker fight, Mayfield. You're fighting over the field yeah. the pregame and the, you know, you have the, you know, every once in a while you have that, the, the team dust up mm-hmm. uh, before the game out at midfield felt like a little bit of that, but a little more toned down because it was the kicker. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like they were going to, you know, right. You're not, you're not going to, but if, if it uses you and you, and you get pissed off and you can go, they're disrespecting us. You know, they weren't they're gonna, not giving us the goal line. Let's go get them. They were going to throw down the kicker. Whatever. Probably, you're but. right. In basketball though, I see it happening a lot more because the court's smaller. You know, there's not a lot of room to breathe in warmups on a basketball court. You got a lot of hangers on out there. A lot of people who are wearing suits that you have no idea what they're doing. So there's a lot of that in basketball on a smaller court, right? There's a lot of that in the NFL, but there's more space. There's more breathing room. In a a basketball game, there's not a lot of breathing room. And you got 18 different athletic directors in charge of poop that get paid big money to stand. So like that happens a lot in in the college game because there's too many people in a small confined space. Mm. So Mahomes made those comments yesterday with uh, Carrington on the uh, the drive. Also discussed getting back to this game. Um, it's a year that, you know, people had questions about. I want to finish it off with a win, and you can really appreciate it. But um, just to go through the adversity um, and get better because of it and be better going into the playoffs because of it. I mean, uh, we really felt calm, and we felt like we were ready to go every single game that we've played so far in the playoffs because we've dealt, we've dealt with the adversity, and we know how to deal with it. and and be better for it. Um, and it's, it's something that I think will, will help us out, not only hope in the Super Bowl, but uh, the rest of our careers. How important was that? Because you guys were able to advance, and obviously San Francisco, two teams that have been here before, two teams that have played in AFC and NFC championship games where Baltimore and Detroit, they haven't played. How much do you think that experience played a factor down the stretch? Um, I think it does a little bit, at least. I mean, just being in the games before, you can control your emotions early, especially, um, especially being in a hostile environment. Um, and to know that it's going to take all four quarters, I think that's another thing is sometimes when you get up early, um, you kind of lose that momentum, and all of a sudden one thing happens and the momentum goes the other way, whereas you just kind of rely on you've been there before, you know how to just take it one play at a time. Um, no matter if it's a positive play, negative play, keep keep your mind in the right spot and be ready to go for that next play. I think uh, we did see experience pay off. Sometimes I go, eh. Mm-hmm. And I'm even heading into that Baltimore game, I'm like, okay, I know the Chiefs have the experience edge, but – you know, it's a singular game. Right. Like Baltimore's really good. And but you did find out our uh, experience did win out in that one. Mm-hmm. There were certain moments where you're like, okay, 
And I think also the Andy Reid over John Harbaugh factor did did weigh in as well. But the the Ravens, though, ultimately, Josh, I know it's Wednesday and we need to move forward. But you, you look at the Ravens team, they just didn't look prepared. They didn't look ready. Well, it looked like they got as Vern kind of brought up in the uh, the eight o'clock hour. He, he mentioned it. I, I, I totally agree. With you. Like they got away from themselves like mm-hmm. Detroit went down being Detroit. Yeah. Right. Baltimore went down going, what are you what, what are you doing here? Why, Why aren't you running, aren't you the, running football? the football? Why yeah. you the football? Like it just looked like an unprepared so, team. So I mean that, that I think that's an experience aspect too. When you get in those big games, do you change philosophically who you are? Mm-hmm. Do you make those key mistakes and we've seen the Chiefs for the most part not not be a team that kind of flinches in those scenarios, Yeah, right? you, so, you don't change who you experience, are. I think the experience factor did pay off in this this postseason for the Chiefs, for sure. Why would you change who you are? At this point in the season, you're playing for an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. You know, it, it really is reminiscent of now all the stories that we've heard about Marty Schottenheimer, who, you know, said that we're going to go with with Gannon, and then at the last minute said, nope, we're going with Gerbach and, and, and change things up. Or there was another time where they changed the plays, like what they were doing all week in offense, and then came in on Sunday morning, and Marty changed the whole game plan. I mean, hearing from players now talk about that as to why they lost in the playoffs all those years, you don't change what you're doing on the biggest stage, you've got guys for 16, 17, 18 weeks that have been doing this, doing this, doing this. And then all of a sudden you're going to do something different. That's just, that's stupid. I, I really like too that the chiefs have a plan now, like not all teams have a plan, but they ask Andy Reid on like Monday, like, well, what's your plan? Well, we're going to give the players a day off Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We'll mm-hmm. have them back. We'll have all, all uh, basically all the game planning in before we ever leave. Right. And so then when we get there, we deal with the distractions. We still practice. We do. Um, um, I just love the fact that they have a plan now because they've been there and done that. Yeah. It's so great. It's great because for the, for like in San Francisco does too, because they've been there before, but you know, just recent vintage. They didn't win that game. Right. So do you go? Well, you know, you change things up. Definitely. Yeah. You know what I mean, you, 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 you know, you start practice a little bit later or something, what you know, I, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Are, you, are you tweaking something? And Andy's like, yeah, here's our plan. This is what we've been doing. We're just going to keep doing it. Seems have we to, gotten, seems to, seems to have been okay for us. Have we gotten the, it's, how it's the time awesome. zone's going to affect the chiefs awesome. in San Francisco doesn't have to change time zones topic yet. Is that, is that, I think they'll be on the ground and they'll be acclimated because be acclimated. they're going a week early. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think they're going to be just fine. Be yeah. Fine. Because we know we had Sean Payton, you know, at his year end press conference, blame the time zone for why the Broncos weren't good. Correct. He couldn't adjust the time zone, right. I think is what it was. He had a year and couldn't adjust to the time zone. I think that was a him problem, yeah. yeah. You want that as your coach? Not, like not you're t- oh, the AFC West is going to be good. You got one coach who's never coached before in, in, in Antonio Pierce, who I absolutely love. I hate the fact that the Raiders gave him that job. Love him, but they well, have no quarterback. It's still the interim guy. You never right. know. You never know, right? right. The, you have the, a- the guy the players wanted to get. Right. Doesn't eh, always work eh. out. We had Romeo for See a year, Romeo Cornell. but I don't know. Antonio Pierce is a leader to me. I just, I, he, I think he oozes leadership. And I go back to the days when he was playing with the Giants, and and, and he was the captain of that defense. Like that guy's a leader, right? So I, I feel confident that they hired the right guy. Uh, you got a guy in Denver who complained at the end of the year about the time zone, and he couldn't adjust to that with no quarterback. And then you've got Mr. Sands through the hourglass of time looking at confetti and bifocals Magoo talking about how he was starstruck meeting a sub-500 quarterback who's never won a playoff game. And I'm supposed to be scared? (laughs) Well, the AFC West, here we go. Yeah, one coach couldn't adjust to a time zone. Yeah, you know, each... And throw. the other's enamored by a sub-500 quarterback. <laughs> okay, I like our chances. More. And the other, I think, is going to be a really good coach, but he got no quarterback. The more you say it out loud, Tess, I really like the way this thing is going. Who's right. the quarterback for the Raiders? Uh, Aiden O'Connell, I believe. Who? Aiden O'Connell. Okay. 
I mean, I don't know if he is going forward. He is right now, as of right this uh, right this very moment. Right. All right, we found DA. He gets no intro music, though, the next time, but we uh, we will check in with DA Mad Dog Sports Radio next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Tune in to hear Nate Taylor every Thursday at 825 during the Chiefs season right here on 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Next week, we ain't playing this Huey Lewis crap. Oh, that's right. Niners. He's a 49er Niner fan. Niner people, yeah. right? Those, uh, people credit him, though, with inventing Home of the Chiefs at the end of the National Anthem. You've heard those stories, yeah, right? right? Right. I think he was a Montana guy, so. Yeah. He might, be, he might have been a little conflicted there for a moment, I right. believe. Uh, you requested music on Way Back Wednesday. That's how it works. 913-586-7610 on the Jay's Southland Toe Service text line. Include your name so the music get the credit. We have Jerry from Lee Summit request. Okay. Requesting All right. Power so this week only. This yep. Week only. This week only. And no Huey Lewis or the news. Next week. That's all I'm saying. We are joined now by DA Mad Dog Sports Radio. I played your intro earlier, so I'm not going to give you your intro this time, but we're pleased to have you as well. Former 610 Sports Radio host, of course. And I think you said it last week. I don't bet against Mahomes. And here we are again. Chapter one, I, uh, I'm with Jerry. I, you know how at the end of years, how your Spotify or your Apple Music tells you what the most popular artist <laughs> that you listened to over the year was? Right. Yep. It, it, in 2022, Huey Lewis was number one. And uh, I said, this is amazing because I'm totally stuck in the 80s. And this is also totally depressing because I'm really stuck in the 80s. Uh, so I'm, I love Huey Lewis. But I know that next week you have to ban him from your radio show. Uh, number two, yeah, I mean, I made money on the Chiefs because I just looked at this and said, yeah, all signs point to this is the moment that Lamar and the Ravens finally do it. But how in the heck are you going to not pick Patrick Mahomes in a championship game? And I know that he's lost a couple of these, but 
you know, I mean, in this case, it was like, really? Is that the smart play? And as as the first quarter unfolded, there was the assassin, Patrick Mahomes, saying we're going to take the heart out of you right now. We're going to put you guys on on ice skates early. Now you'll be the ones chasing, and uh, I'm coming to snatch your soul. And he did it again. And I then then Vegas has the freaking Niners as favorite. Yeah. I said, what, are we not learning our lesson here? So I know that money came into the Chiefs, but uh, what, what do you have to see? I mean, sure, he's not going to win every big game, but I, I would keep betting on him to do so, and I know I'll win more than I'll lose. So you, you, you brought it up, and that's where I was going to go next. With all of that that you said, why are they an underdog to San Francisco? I think there's still a sense that the regular season was the real Chiefs and that maybe they just you know got, uh, got matchups that were favorable in the postseason, which is funny because the, the Ravens, by all accounts, were the, either the best team in the NFL or the second-best team, and they, they waxed the 49ers, who would be the other choice for best team in football. But I think people looked at the regular season – still do, and the six losses, and just keep saying, yeah, but who's great on this team besides Mahomes? And I think that's a two-part answer. I think, number one, because the the defense doesn't have household names, maybe outside of of Jones, people don't realize how great the defense is. I think, secondly, we are so prone to believing that the Chiefs' greatness comes from its explosive offense, the Tyreek Hill plays, etc., that when they don't have those, they must not be all that great. And look, the, the three of us have had that conversation all season long as well. But, you know, that that can't inform the decision today or for next Sunday when they're clearly doing it without those big plays. What does it matter? And if they lost six times of the regular season, what does it matter? You're going to have to go into one game for three hours and believe – that Patrick Mahomes isn't going to do what he just did the last three weeks, and I'm not ready to do so. I'm picking the Chiefs, and and I feel very confident about that pick. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Obviously, I'm picking the Chiefs. I've been doing that since you know Mahomes. Nothing. Thirty-five so, yeah, nothing. Yeah, It'll be since Mahomes showed up here in Kansas. He's like, all right, you, you got to pick the Kansas City Chiefs because you know they're they're going to be a team that is on top. But Da, you mentioned the regular season, and and I was like maybe the only one who's like, yeah, they'll be fine once the playoffs get here, and they turned out to be right. But like, if you're still looking at the regular season, I think you're doing it wrong because they've completely changed who they are since the post season got here i think that's true um i think that it was a little bit of blind optimism i mean i mean i give you credit fesco because what you know what we dissected what was wrong with the chiefs and there was that frustration that we saw from mahomes late in the season my takeaway was yes he knows we have time to figure it out when they're going through who's the number one receiver the drops etc in September, October, November, but when he's showing frustration in December, it's time has run out. We don't have any more time to figure this out or fix it, and I was of the opinion they just didn't have enough runway to finally get it there. But look what happened. They finished the three seed with a week to go, allowing them to not have to play anybody in week 18, meaning they got their own bye anyway. They got a Dolphins team on the most frigid night ever at Arrowhead who just didn't want to show up and play. And once they had Week 18 to rest a home game and then the Dolphins, it gave them all they needed to kind of, as you said, reassess, adjust what they were, 
and uh, and then you just add the splash of a hose, and the splash of a hose is just the single most resourceful quarterback in winning that I think we've maybe ever seen. Now I put him in the category of Montana and and Brady because of the the, the totality of the resume, the wins, all. But I he's more resourceful than them because he can also scramble. He's more resourceful than them because he also has a, a giant arm when needed. He has poise. He has accuracy. He has scramble ability. He has a million ways to beat you. He's, and and we, I don't think we've ever seen that. And so he's a unicorn of that way. And when you have that, well, hell, what can't you do? And so they're showing it again. DA Mad Dog Sports Radio, of course, 610 Sports Radio alum joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. Now, the Chiefs ran to their first Super Bowl by playing playing comeback, 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 and it was thrilling. Um, is is San Francisco playing with a little fire how they've done it? Oh, my God. I mean, it, this should have been over two weeks ago. This, this run should have been over against the Packers, um, and it certainly should have been over on Sunday. If Dan Campbell kicks that field goal to go up 17 with seven minutes to play, I'm sure you guys have rehashed this a million times, but I keep going back to they keep talking about data, 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 analytics, analytics, says go for it, go for it, go for it. And I go, that's not true here because, and I don't know if you want to go through all the numbers, but your win percentage would have only gone up to 88% by getting that fourth down versus 84% if you kick the field goal. The issue is if you kick the field goal to go up 17 points with seven minutes to play in the third quarter, there's not enough possessions for the 49ers. You're up three possessions, two have to be touchdowns, and they probably only have four possessions left in the game at that point, and it might be three if you have one long drive. So that pivoted everything because the numbers would suggest the Niners couldn't have come back. So it should have been dead last week. It could have been dead against the Packers. And, yes, they're playing with fire. And if they fall behind by 10 points against the Chiefs, it's over because this Chiefs defense is not going to allow you to come back from a double-digit lead. I don't think Brock Purdy cracks this a niner, uh, the Chiefs defense. And I think the proclivity to fall behind and have to pull the rabbit out of the hat ends against an elite team with an elite quarterback and an elite head coach, which they haven't faced in the postseason. Talk with D.A. and Mad Dog Sports Radio. And as the, you know, the Chiefs and 49ers are getting ready to play in the Super Bowl, everybody else is you know, preparing for the offseason and whatnot. How surprised are you that Mike Vrabel and Bill Belichick are standing there without a team? I'm a little bit less surprised at Bill Belichick. I'm very, very surprised at Mike Vrabel. I think that the Belichick thing is super fascinating and one of the most interesting storylines of my lifetime because after he wins his sixth Super Bowl, that's the 2018 season, um, after they beat the Chiefs, obviously, in the AFC Championship game, confetti rains down, and if he steps away from football there with six rings coming off a championship and then comes back into this coaching cycle, there's no doubt in my mind he would have had, like, three or four job opportunities. They would have said, what do you want? you want control? you want personnel? You want What do you want? Instead, because the last four years have gone the way they have in New England, People just think he's totally lost the magic. And I certainly ascribe to the idea that he's lost some of that, but he didn't lose all of it. And I think that this is fascinating that by four years of post-Brady, it's totally unraveled. So it's not that surprising that Bill didn't get, A, the control he wanted, and B, the place that he wanted. It seemed like those two things were sticky. But for Mike Vrabel, I mean, 
Josh, I have always considered him a top ten head coach of the NFL, and six or seven places are going to hire guys that are completely unproven ahead of him. It's one thing if there's three jobs that don't go to Vrabel, four jobs, but seven openings are all going to open and close without him getting a job if that's what the case is here. That's really shocking to me. And of the uh, maybe the Ben Johnsons of the world, who, uh, Bobby Slovics of the world, the hot name OC, uh, what are the odds they're back as hot names next year? Seemingly they were maybe at their hottest this year. Yeah, if you're Ben Johnson, I understand the idea of shooting your shot now because you led a good Lions offense all the way to the NFC Championship game the first half against the 49ers. You completely mauled them. But if you're really asking, and if the reports are true, of $15 million a year at your first job, I mean, it feels like you're over-asking and uh, overplaying your hand. I, Unless you didn't really want the Washington job and thinks a better job opens up next year, I thought that was really overshooting your value. And, yeah, there's always guys that uh, will pop up, but you also do have to strike while the iron's hot. I mean, would it be all that shocking if the Lions – go eight and nine next year and the Packers win the division and suddenly the offense doesn't look as good. There's an injury to Jared Goff or there's, there's an injury to, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown. And then suddenly you see that hot anymore. I would say no. Now, again, this cycle opened up at seven openings. Maybe all of them go to unproven guys. So maybe any of these coordinators just go like, we're just the ones in power now and uh, we can pick our, our next cycle. But I don't know. I, I think if you're the Lions offensive coordinator, assuming you'll just be as hot next year, it feels like you're ignoring history. So when, when you see that like Ben Johnson put his you know name out for the rest of the season, he's going to go back to Detroit. Do you think that has anything to do with Dallas potentially opening? I mean, Jerry Jones is saying we're going all in. What the hell does that mean? It's the NFL. You should be all in every year. But does that send a message to like everybody who may have been in the cycle to hold off because you may get an opportunity in Dallas? And is that really a great opportunity? I mean, that's a fraudulent franchise. That's exactly right. I mean, I think if you're Ben Johnson and you're going back into the hopper for Dallas specifically, it's ridiculous because, A, Jerry Jones has not proven that he wants to go all in for Super Bowls or else he would have fired Mike McCarthy. He would have not held on to Jason Garrett as long. There is plenty of excuse. I mean, look at some of his hires. He's hired Dave Campo, Chan Gailey. Don't. Jerry can't ever sell me that he's all in because he's never all in with the best head coach available. Number two, if you're Ben Johnson, I mean, you might have opportunities multiple next offseason, but you should never set your sights on the assumption one's going to open up because if Mike McCarthy wins a playoff game next year, he's probably coming back anyway. I mean, he came back without winning a playoff game this year. So I, I would think that that's a fool's errand to assume the one job you want is going to be open next year. What does all in mean though? Like, like how did you decipher that? Oh, I, I think it's Jerry who's trying to calm uh, the waters of a fan base that's starting to see through all this. Jerry talks constantly about a Super Bowl, and thus people assume that he's all in to win a Super Bowl. But he's not. The evidence is he's not, because if he was, he would have fired Mike McCarthy right here, because all year long the drumbeat was they've, they've got to win playoff games. They've got to get to an NFC championship game. That's the only thing that matters. Hell, uh, I think it was Schefter. It was either Rappaport or Schefter. I think it was Schefter 
who said the tweet before the day they brought back Mike McCarthy, sources inside the building believed all year long the only thing that matters is the last game they played. Well, if that's a good report from a guy that has sources, you would, of course, fire Mike McCarthy because was it debacle the last game right. they played? They brought him back. It means that Jerry Jones has always been talk but not walk. He's going to keep saying we're all in, we're all in, to act as though they're all in. But it's not about that. For Jerry, it's much more about his comfort and his comforts with Mike McCarthy, who doesn't challenge him, who doesn't need personnel control, who keeps talking about how great the Cowboys are and we're going to be different. And that's what Jerry wants. Jerry doesn't want to be uncomfortable with Bill Belichick or Mike Brable or choose your next coach that'll have more command. <laughs> right. He likes this relationship, so he has to lie that they're, quote, all in to keep the, to keep the buzzards at bay. Just make Steven the coach and be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Steven Jones. Like yeah. All right. Enjoy uh, Pro Bowl Games Week. Is that what this is? I don't even know. I don't even know. The, the oh, week before God. the storm. Skill, yeah, skills Week. I, skills I Week. Had here to, we go. I had to just laugh at the promotion of this during the playoffs. It was like, Thursday night, there's skills. And then over the weekend, there's a flag football game and more skills. I think you're going to need to specify which skills I should tune in for. Because if you just keep telling me there's more skills, uh, that's not exactly a selling point. Probably not. Yeah, for me, it was like when, when I saw the commercial and they said the Pro Bowl championship game will be on Sunday. And I'm like, what? <laughs> the Covenant. so dumb. Yeah. What is going on? It's a flag football game with dodgeball, with the uh, with, with the what? Uh, uh, in a sack race, what's going on here? Three-legged race, egg on spoon, you know, toss the water balloon, <laughs> the all that is kind of we're stuff. Watching it. The problem is we're watching it, or at least somebody is. Enough people are and watching it. Two days of this? We have two well, days? Well, you can't you need pack it. all you that into it. one. Yeah, so you can't expect that's, that's, one. That's pretty silly. Oh, my God. All right. Thank you, sir. Okay. Talk to you later. Guys. DA of Mad Dog Sports Radio and 610 Sports Radio alum joining us here. I like this one uh, from the 816. Jerry is going all or inner this year. It's more than last year. Yeah. I mean, what what did you make of that when you saw that yesterday? All in. What has he been doing before? One, what has he been doing yeah, before? Yeah, what have you been doing before? And two, what are the consequences? Right. And what does all in mean? And if you don't get all in, then what, what do you do after that? We're going to sacrifice the future. And what do you do if you, if you went all in and it didn't work? Well, then you go all in again, I yes. guess. I don't know. You, it's one of the dumbest things you say. You never, ever, ever, as management in sports, say we're all in this year. Because yeah. if you don't win, then was that the best effort we're ever going to see? I don't know. The Dallas Browns have been all in since the 90s. A little more uh, stadium juice to get to. Next. Fesco in the morning. If my neighbor came over and snuck zucchini onto my porch, I think I'd have him arrested. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Request the music on a way back Wednesday, 913-586-7610. Include your name, and we'll, uh, we'll shout you out. This is uh, from Derek by uh, Faith Hill. Let's go to Vegas. I sense a theme. I like this one from the 816. Talking about Jerry still. 
It's like when they put a label on dog food that says new and improved. So all this time I've been feeding my dog the old and inferior. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. That's funny. Yeah. Okay, I do. Is Russell Wilson all in for Jerry? <laughs> Might be. Well, or is Jimmy G all in for Dallas? Yeah. Coming in as well. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't. I, honestly, I don't know what that means. And, and why, as a, as a team owner, would you say something that stupid? It makes you look like an idiot. Yeah. We've been kind of trying before, maybe. I don't know. This time we're really trying. But I do like the new and improved. Yeah, like what were we eating before? <laughs> the garbage? This is the uh, the other side of the spectrum. But uh, I remember the story from a number of years ago now where the Timberwolves, their campaign was we, we aren't rebuilding. We're re-re-rebuilding. And they like leaned into being bad. Was that real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't remember yeah. that. Oh, you don't oh, remember that? God, oh, it was a long time ago now. But, I mean, they're still doing that. But they kind of lean into They're the it. best team in the West right now. Uh, now they are, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, they, they leaned into being bad at the time. Like, you know, we're trying, but. In, instead of going with our time, they went, hey, we suck. Just give yeah, us a minute. We're re, re, rebuilding. Wouldn't yeah. you appreciate a team more, though, as a fan, if they came out and just said, hey, look, we're going to suck this year. We know it's tough on you guys, but just bear with us, okay? Just, just trust us, and, and we'll get this thing turned around. I would rather have a team say that than yeah. lie to you, yeah. tell you it's our time. Leagues would probably not want their teams to do it, but, you know, be honest. It's okay. But nobody in sports is honest. True, but they want to keep their dishonesty in a, in house. <laughs> I guess. I mean, <laughs> I think I think you gain more with your fan base, though, if you just get out of there and go, look, here's the deal. We're not going to be any good this year, okay? I understand if you don't want to be part of it this year. I'm not going to try to bamboozle you or swindle you and tell you we're going to be good. We're going to suck out loud. Bear with us. But hang in there. Free tickets on Monday. Yeah. Right? Like, don't, I mean, I don't know. I. What do I know, though? I just, you know, sit here and talk for a living. And Well, we have all the answers, so it's fine. Well, I know yeah. I do. I mean, a lot better than most of these organizations do. I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah. There looks like there's a great story. I haven't read it yet, but uh, a great story that, that could be happening at the Athletic involving the Jets. Which yeah. just looks terrific. Um, and why you're a fan of that team, I still will never understand. Like, you willingly choose to be a Jets fan, and you can't complain. You chose that. Yeah. That they fell apart after uh, Aaron Rodgers went down. Mm-hmm. It's a story of their paranoid head coach, their overwhelmed OC, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, that's what and happens when you culture. hire people who aren't qualified to be in the positions that they're in. Yeah. I mean, Robert Sala has proven, I've heard WFAN, Josh, call him the worst coach in the NFL. Now, I'm not ready to go there yet because there's a lot of dopes. But you hired an offensive coordinator, and, and I hate to say this, the only reason he was any good was because of Aaron Rodgers. You saw what he did in Denver without Aaron Rodgers. He didn't make it through a season. He didn't even know how to use the play clock correctly. And then you get him to New York, and you got Aaron Rodgers. And you're like, all right, Aaron will you know cover this guy's war. Then Aaron gets hurt four plays into the season, and then the Wart show. I, I think throughout this entire Aaron Rodgers thing, Nathaniel Hackett is the one who's taken the most kind of uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Nathaniel Hackett has been the one who's been exposed the most as who he is. He is a fraud. Uh, so one of the quotes in the story is, it's such a bleeping mess. <laughs> like, oh, my. Yeah. Let's check that out. Diana Rossini and – and Zach Rosenblatt wrote the story in the Athletic. Looks kind of fascinating about. Wasn't how. that the stadium in Nebraska, Rosenblatt? Yeah, that's true. He now he's well, it's not anymore, and so now he had to go back to get a job. Yeah. Uh, speaking of stadiums, 
Got a little juice? A little juice, a little you, gossip. You like the juice? Yeah, you like the juice, right? Um, I was talking to a source yesterday, um, and, and this is just, you know, a little more to, you know, for, for people to... I guess, consume a little bit. Uh, the, the Chiefs, from what I've been told, they're telling people that what they want to do is once the Royals move out and go downtown, if and when the 3 cent extension passes, um, which I hope it does so we can get this thing going in the right direction, the Chiefs want to build their Chiefs kingdom out there where Kauffman Stadium is right now. They're going to build an entertainment district out there. And I think that's a great idea because where in eastern Jackson County do you really have like an entertainment district, right? Like Independence, Raytown, Grain Valley, Lee Summit, Blue Springs, all of that. Like, do they have a true entertainment district out there? You got some stuff that's developed out there, but nothing like a true entertainment district, like say the Legends, if you will. And so the Chiefs want to develop something like that, not a bunch of outlet malls or anything, but, you know, an entertainment district, bars, restaurants, hotel. And they also want to bring training camp back to Kansas City from St. Joe. Now, people will say, but Andy doesn't want to do that. Andy's got about five years. By the time this whole thing is done, we're talking 28, 29. You know, by the time this whole thing gets done at the earliest. And so that'll be the five years after Andy, you know, retires and moves on. And Matt Nagy will bring it back here. But that that's what teams are doing all over the NFL. I mean, they're building these complexes with practice facilities and they're making them tourist destinations. And so I think the Chiefs are doing that to an extent when they build out there out at uh, at Arrowhead it'll serve game day purposes and then if you have training camp there as well the assumption by me is that it still will be open to the public and you won't have to drive to St. Joe so that that's pretty cool that that's what they want to do um and, and so that's kind of where we sit with with the Chiefs right now I was also told by somebody yesterday that the Jackson County Legislature wants the Royals to have their site decided by February 29th. I'm also told that they expect to have a site decided before that. I, I, I don't know if I would be surprised or not anymore. Nothing surprises me in this conversation, but like if they announce it this weekend at fan fest, right? Like announce where you're going to go. Your fans are going to be out there. You got some momentum. This may be the weekend to announce where you want to go. Might be the right audience for it too. Right, right. But maybe you're not ready to quite do that yet. I don't know. Um, And then the other thing that I, that I heard yesterday, if you hear, from anybody that the teams are not negotiating with the county. That's just not the case at all. The teams are negotiating with the county about trying to get something done, you know, in, in this process. So we'll see, you know, where it all goes. We'll see what the people of Jackson County decide. If they decide to renew the three, eight cents sales tax and John Sherman kicks in the billion and we build the new Royals ballpark downtown. Great. Fantastic. And chief's kingdom happens out at Arrowhead. That's the perfect world. Get it done. And let's not let this linger past April 2nd, because if this vote fails, then all the vultures are going to come in from the other city saying, we'll take the Royals, we'll take your teams, and then the Kansas thing gets involved, and nobody wants that muckraking back and forth. So hopefully, it won't be pretty for anybody. It won't no. be. No, no, it no. won't be. So I hope, it, I, I hope it does. I hope the extension passes and we continue on and we get the new baseball stadium downtown and we, you know, we get the uh, the Chiefs' kingdom thing done out there. But if it doesn't pass, then we got to talk about alternatives here, right? And in Kansas is, as I said yesterday, waiting and 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 from what i've been told laura kelly plans to propose a one cent statewide tax to lure the chiefs over across state line uh from the uh, j southland toast service text line 913-586-7610 couple things to get to uh royals were honest last year they were so yeah it's true yeah right. they were very then honest. you feel yeah. a little bit relieved i did i did they called it evaluation year and you're like okay well right. evaluation didn't look good for a vast majority of it right. so they yeah, didn't sit I, there and go, if everything breaks right, we're yeah, going to be no, good. I, no, that's I, I that's did, lying to your people. I, I did feel a little relieved by it. It, yeah. it allowed me to not, not tune in. Right. Not waste your time. Because, yeah. hey, it's an evaluation once, here. If things once, are going good, I'll find you. Once the uh, the 
the record got tanked, I was out. Yeah. So. And they evaluated and they made a lot of changes. Right, you right, know, right. They didn't evaluate and go, we're good. They evaluate and go, we're not good. We got to make changes. Oh, my God, Jim. And I don't know. Get what, a and I don't know. As Vern mentioned with us earlier, like he said, like, he's like, I don't know, 72 wins, which doesn't sound great. But it's a six would be a 16 game improvement. Which Something is, like that. That's yeah. a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's a big game improvement. But, you know. Get off to a fast start and, and let's see. Yeah. And I do like the fact that they're pushing themselves for a, hey, this is a winnable division. Let's go. Let's let's give it a shot. Well, who who's going to win this division right now? Uh, Cleveland? I don't know. Exactly. You don't know. Twins paired off somebody yesterday yeah. or whatever, and they're like, oh, uh-huh. it's the Twins. It's not going to be the and White then, Sox. Uh, and then uh, finally, I think this is a very good point from the 816. This is back to a, a few minutes ago. Who exactly is determining that the dog food tastes better? That's that's a very valid question. Good question. Tatiana Wands made me eat the, Alpo dog food one time and told me it was chili. The dogs, our dogs, will seemingly eat anything. They don't care. I mean, every once in a while, I feel like eh, they're not they're not rushing to the bowl, but when they're hungry, they're hungry. So I don't know. They can't really tell you. It's a valid question. I suppose there are human testers that determine the taste of dog food. Here's a great text to leave you so with I'll today. I'll tell you what, those bacon, those bacon uh, dog treats, they look like bacon. Have I mean, I haven't say I've tried one yet, but it smells like bacon and it looks like bacon. Yeah. It might be bacon. Bacon strips. Know. Here's a good one to leave you on the 913. Kelly Cash for Kansas Governor worth 3.8 times a Frank mm, Buck. Mm, mm, mm. I do like that. Very good text by you. Well done. Even if it just makes me smile, you win. Uh, if you missed any of the show today, you can catch up anytime, 610sports.com or the Odyssey app. Tomorrow, 850, another chance to get someone qualified for the $500 Hy-Vee gift card. Be listening at 850 for that big game highlight. We'll do it again tomorrow and on Friday. Uh, Nate Taylor of The Athletic Schedule joins us tomorrow at 825. All things, uh, all things Chiefs with Nate tomorrow. That'll do it for us. Cody and Gold are next on 610 Sports Radio. Talk to you later. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.